Thank you for tuning in to the World Overcomers podcast. On behalf of our senior pastor, Andy Thompson, we appreciate your continued support and generosity. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast to receive updates when we post new content every week. If you would like more information or want to make a contribution to World Overcomers or Pastor Andy, visit www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Once again, that is www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast. Enjoy the message. Now go with me to the book of Luke. I tell you, God's been speaking to me. The book of Luke, the 15th chapter, starting out at the 11th verse. I'm in the King James Version of the Bible, and it reads, And he said, A certain man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land and he began to be in want. In want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. Mm. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger? But I want to zero in on the 17th verse. And when he came to himself. We have read, we have heard this story many, many times about the prodigal son. It's a story that we use to bring people to Jesus, but I, I, I'm here to talk to those of you that are believers. And my title tonight is Son, Son, Come to Yourself. Son, Son, Come to Yourself. I have another portion of scripture I need to read in the book of Galatians, the fourth chapter. And it starts out at the sixth verse, fourth chapter and sixth verse. And the scripture says, and because ye are sons, God hath sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father, wherefore thou art no more a servant, but a son. And if a son key in on this, an heir of God, an heir of God through Christ. Son, son, come to yourself. This is not just a parable to bring people to Christ, but it is something that is to wake up the believer. My calling really is to empower believers I hate impotence. I hate weakness. I hate a weak gospel. My favorite scripture is one that says, uh, uh, my speech and my preaching is not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and a power that your faith will not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Now, it's time for all of us. I think part of that power is believers beginning to come to themselves. Do you know that 
Jesus said to his people that were following them, you must be born again, letting us know that your first birth is not enough. You've got to be born of the water and of the spirit. Why, why, why? So that you can become a son. Now, I'm not talking about female or male here. Now, I'm talking about position. You must be born again. God wanted children. God wanted children. This young, younger of the sons, you know the story, went out and spent his portion on riotous living. When he came to want, when he was experiencing a famine, he came to himself. I want to say to you today that there is an identity waiting for you to claim, waiting for you to claim. Are you born again? Son, son, come to yourself. What do I mean by come to yourself? I mean, begin to understand your identity and everything that the, that the devil has done to try to shake you out of it and distract you from it. This young prodigal son came to himself when the hunger gripped him. And there are circumstances that you are facing right now. And the message to you is come to yourself. You are not supposed to be down like that. You're not supposed to be in want like that. You're not supposed to be in lack like that. Jesus said, when you pray, don't pray the same way you've been praying. Pray our father or daddy, daddy. What a great revelation. But as you're praying our father who art in heaven, I want you to start coming to yourself. Do you know that you are Son of God, what does it mean to be a son of God? And are you aware that you are a son of God? What kind of position is that? What kind of standing is that? That you are a son of God? Oh, my Lord. We know that our Father is powerful, omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent. Well, his children are beginning to grow up and be like their daddy. Dare I say that? Yes. There's a scripture. First John, the third chapter says, Beloved, the King James Version says, Beloved, what manner of love? What manner of love? Of love. What kind of love is this that the Father has bestowed upon us? Now, they used to look at him as, you know, Jehovah God, the one that you, you, you don't even approach him. You don't approach him except with great fear and trembling. But here is Jesus introducing us to a new relationship. And my word to you around the world, I don't care what you're going through right now, is son, son, I'm calling to you. Son, son, come to yourself. 
Some things, if you never come to yourself, you never will go after. If you don't know who you are, you just live like you've always been living. Now, if this prodigal son was a slave, it didn't matter what he thought. He could come to himself. He'd still be a slave. But when you have been born again, oh, my God, there is a position, there is a power, there is something waiting on you. And I wonder if you have come to yourself if you're still in lack, if you're still in want, if you're still dissatisfied, maybe it's because you have not yet come to yourself. When the prodigal came to himself, he said, I'm going, I'm, I'm going back, I'm going back, I'm going to connect with my father. Why? Because his father knew he was not to be a slave when he came and his father saw him afar off. The scripture says he ran to him. He kissed him. He embraced him. He told the servants, get the best robe, get the shoes, get the ring, put it on his finger and kill the fatted calf. We're going to have a party. Why? Because he came to himself. God is waiting on you. You've suffered some things. You've gone through some things. And the Lord is waiting on you, looking for you to come to yourself. If you just come to yourself and begin to, to go back to your father and reconnect, you will find a robe waiting on you. I think that's righteousness, the robe of righteousness. You'll find a ring for your finger that is a symbol of your authority, of the family authority. Do you not know being a son of God, being born again means that you belong, you belong to the ruling family of the universe? It has been enough for me when I learned the gospel. I thought, you know, I'm just a servant. Let me just serve well. No, 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 no. Son, son, I'm going to call you what you are. Son, come to yourself. When you come to yourself, you wear the robe. When you come to yourself, you put the shoes on your feet. When you come to yourself, you put the ring on your finger and begin to rule. It was God's design for us. It was his design. He made us like himself. He gave us authority. The scriptures say if you receive the abundance of grace, I think it's Romans 5.19, you, you receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. You are to reign in life by Jesus Christ. I know I've heard people say all the time, we were created to praise him. No, well, before he talked about praise, he talked about authority. Son, son, come to yourself. Understand that even though you might not be ruling, the position waits on you. Understand that although you might not be reigning, you will never fulfill God's original design until you start ruling and until you start reigning. The scripture tells me in the book of Romans, the 8th chapter, the whole earth, the whole creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Wow. As I go through my experiences, sometimes I tell you it's tough. It's challenging. It's a struggle sometimes. But I want to tell you debt and lack and insufficiency 
it is trying to distract you from your position in God, from your sonship. And we were taught law when we were in church. We were taught, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. And that was the way that we served the Lord with the shall nots. We did not move into the sonship, which is a relationship with the Father. Scripture in Galatians, the fourth chapter said, God sent forth his spirit into your heart, crying, Daddy, Daddy. It's time for us to move, I mean, and move off from slavery and servitude, especially you believers of color. For we have taught, we have been taught that we were second class citizens, that we were just to accept that being down here, we would just serve until we got up into heaven. And when we made it up into heaven, that's where we would get our reward and the streets would be gold up there and the gates would be pearl. But I'm telling you that if you go back to the book of Genesis, you will find that God set us up in authority. I don't just want to look at black history. I want to look at Bible history and See where I am in him. Oh, my God. It's time to rule. It's time to reign. Do you know that abundance is not just a thing that you drive so you can get a breakthrough? It's not a breakthrough. Abundance is a birthright. You have the right to abundance. You were born into it. I'm so glad Jesus said you must be born again. I'm so glad he said that. I don't have to serve under my first birth. I can move on up into the birth that Jesus Christ has set up for us. That's born again. And in this family, I'm in the ruling family of the universe. How powerful is that? Now, you may not have experienced much power in, in your experiences right now, and maybe you don't even know much about this yet, but I want you, the scripture says, just study the word and learn. The high position must be learned. You're, gonna, you're always, the curse going to come automatically, but the blessings you have to fight for because you have an enemy. You have an enemy. And you're going to have to fight for every blessing that the enemy is trying to hold you back from. The prodigal son came to himself. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm feeding slop to the hogs and now I want to eat the slop that I'm feeding them. Hold it. Hold it. I have another identity. Debt and lack and insufficiency is trying to blind you from your identity. Are you in lack? Are you suffering bills that you cannot pay? It's time for you to come to yourself and understand that you are a son of God. And from this point on, do what the prodigal son did. He said, I'm going back to my father's house. I'm going back. Maybe you missed it. Maybe you went off the track. Maybe you were distracted. But I'm here to tell you, son, son, come to yourself. There is abundance waiting on us. There is abundance that we don't know about. Jesus preached a message one time. 
When he finished preaching, he knew the people were hungry. He said, uh, I want to feed them. He said, what, what we got? What we got here? They said, we got two fish and five loaves of bread. Let's just kind of hide that and let them go get something to eat. No, no, no. When you are a son of God, there is abundance. You don't realize it, but this abundance is with you all the time. Just don't know how to operate it yet. But hey, it's time for us to learn how to operate this abundance. I believe it has something to do with sowing seed. They took the two fish and the five loaves of bread. It was given up. The young lad gave up his lunch. And when he sowed that seed, Jesus offered it up and gave thanks and had the people to sit down and abundance flowed because the son of God knew how to handle the power of abundance that was within him. First, he told the disciples, you feed them. They say, Lord, we feed them. Come on now. Feed them. You see, there's abundance with us right now, but we don't quite know how to handle it. That young lad gave up those two fish and five loaves of bread. But what he took home was 12 baskets full of fragments. That's abundance. Peter, let the Lord use his ship to preach in. And when Jesus got finished preaching, he told them, launch out into the deep. Now, Jesus was the, a carpenter's son. They just felt like he don't know much about fishing, but they saw the power in him and they understood there's something about this person. And I'm saying to you right now, son, son, come to yourself. When you see Jesus, he's not just showing off his power. He's showing you how you are to operate in this earth. Come to yourself. You may have to shake yourself you may have to go back and call, you know, call the prayer meeting and begin to, to pray and go before God. But come to yourself. Abundance belongs to you. When they launched that ship out there, Jesus said, cast your net on the other side. The Lord knows where the prophet is. He knows where the prosperity is. He knows Hallelujah. When the prodigal son went back to his father's house, his father would not allow him to be a servant. Why? Because when you come and join yourself and understand who you are, this thing is so exciting to me. It, it, it's exciting because for me to find out, and just recently the Lord started having me to study this part about abundance. Now, I've been living, I've been saved a long, long time. Long time, as I said. I spent 18 years in Omaha, Nebraska. But the Lord has blessed me. And there is an abundance that, that I'm beginning to tap into now. And every time I stand before you, I'm going to share with you. Just like I'm sharing in this book, different revelations. I'm going to share with you every revelation I got. Because I want you to be empowered. Hallelujah. This is a powerful thing that we are involved in. Come to yourself. You ain't supposed to be in lack. Psalms 24 says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. What you doing in lack? Psalms 23, 1, the Lord is my shepherd. Now that's, that's a shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack as he leads us. 
He blesses us in powerful ways. I'm going to tell you something else the Lord does. I was in Nebraska 18 years. One, one day I was in front of, uh, I, I was shaving. And the Lord said to me, I'm giving you back 20 years. I said, oh my God, what, 20 years? Really? And I thought, well, it's just my mind, you know, I'm just thinking. No, he said it to me again. And he said it to me again, I'm giving you back 20 years. I want to tell you right now that the Lord restores the years. There is abundance in God, even in the years. You got some years on you? I want to tell you right now. I want you to rejoice because there is a restoring of the years that God does for those who will walk upright before him and have a relationship with him. Are you past 45? <laughs> you know, in this culture, in this society, they throw you away when you get past a certain age. But I found myself in the scriptures as I begin to read about Abraham, which is in the beginning of the Bible. It's in the book of Genesis that the Lord begins to call Abraham out. And what age did he call him out at? 75 years old, he called Abraham to come out from his father's house and from his kindred. And the Lord start blessing him then. Why? Because when you are a son of God, a relationship begins to form with him. He begins to take the years and he don't just give you years onto your life, but he gives life into your years. Ask Abraham. As we studied Abraham, we found out that Abraham, him and Sarah had a child when he was 100 and she was 90. And then Sarah died and Abraham got married again. Ooh. He was 137 years old, married a woman by the name of Keturah and had six more children with her. Wow. The Lord added life to his years. I want you to understand that God has a special assignment for you. But now, whatever way you've gone, experiencing lack, my emphasis today really that this parable is not just a parable to bring people to the Lord. This also is a parable to say to all of those of you that are in lack right now, I want you to understand you are a son and you are a son of God. I mean the almighty God. And it's time for you to understand that you are not to live in lack. I made up in my mind the things that the blood of Jesus has purchased for me, I will not do without. I will not do without my sins being forgiven because his blood washed away my sins. I will not do without my body being healed because he took on my infirmities and carried my sicknesses. And I will not do without accessing the wealth of my family and my father God because Jesus became poor. The scriptures say, 2 Corinthians 8 and 9, Jesus became poor so that you might become rich. Now, you might have a problem with that word rich, but I don't because I understand that I am a son of the Most High God. I know, praise God, I look at what I have not accomplished and I look at what I have accomplished. But I say to you right now, I'm taking the limits off. Are you going to take the limits off with me? 
let's go higher. Yeah, you've suffered certain things. You've gone through a whole lot. But I want you right now to come to yourself. Come to the place that you understand that God has made you his son. Male or female, it does not matter. You are in the position of son. And the scriptures tell us, even in this book of Galatians, the fourth chapter, the scripture says to us, if you are a son, then you are an heir. Whoo, glory be to God. If you are a son, then you are an heir. I've seen that several times in scripture. If you are a son, then you are an heir. I have a covenant with God. You have a covenant with God. I readily say to him, everything I have is yours, Lord. But did you know in covenant, everything he has is yours? Now look. I'm not standing up here tonight just to give you words of man's wisdom. I'm here to begin the demonstration of the spirit and power. Take these words I'm saying to you and begin to fight your circumstances with them. Sometime you got to say it over and over and over again. The same way that a bodybuilder takes weights and does the same routine over and over again until the muscles form. Maybe because you have never experienced abundance. You may have to speak it and speak it and speak it and speak it. But use the law of repetition. Hallelujah. Faith is to your spirit as muscles are to the body. Take the scripture on abundance. Take the scripture on the Lord as my shepherd I shall not lack and come against your circumstances. I will not sit still for lack no more. I will not sit still for sickness and I will not sit still for sin to stay in my life. The blood bought it, I want it. How about you? Are you ready to come to yourself? You might have to shake yourself a little bit. You might have to come to the place now where you tell, I mean, you just have to go to the sonship scriptures and repeat them over and over again because your circumstances are saying you just a slave. But I'm here to say to you tonight, I'm here to announce the end of slavery, the end of servitude. It's over. Galatians, the fourth chapter tells us you are no longer a servant, but you are a son. This is exciting to me. I've been with the Lord a long time, but these revelations are exciting. I want you to take it, make it a part of your life. I hope you'll get this book. This book is not just something for me, but this book is for you. What you don't know can be fatal. LGMinistries.com. I want to put it into your hands so that you can enjoy the revelations that took me years to learn. All right. That's the message God gave me tonight. I hope you got something out of it. And I hope you'll sow your seed. Praise God. Here at World Overcomers, because this is a place where God is moving and the anointing of God is going strong. Sow a seed. Sow a seed tonight. Hallelujah you're going to begin to move in the abundance because 
was the scripture says, be not deceived, God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, he shall reap. I'm done. Blessings and favor, and I want to add to it, thrills and excitement in Jesus' name. God bless you. Hopefully you were blessed and encouraged by this message. Visit www.worldovercomers.church slash podcast for more information on WOCC and events that are coming up. Maybe we are coming to your area soon. God bless.